Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Beers and Tears. Today we are joined by Anthony, who is the founder of In Out Magazine. Um, say hello. <laughs> hey guys, how you going? So, do you want to do you want to give us a little rundown on um, the magazine for people who aren't aware of it? Yeah, for sure. So, like, beginning of this year, like, I'd say just pre-COVID, like, I was pretty like confused as like what I wanted to do in life. I was like, Fuck. I don't know, I have no vision. I like don't want to go to uni, don't want to do anything. And then I kind of just like, I don't know, had a look back on like all my school experiences and I was like, dude, like I re- I wanted to like make something that like inspire not even inspires, just showcases like what people are capable of. And like the Canberra scene and the Canberra Canberra community was like such a big part of that because there's so many creatives in Canberra and like everyone's super supportive. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Magazine. <laughs> so I like just got in contact, just like locals and like a bunch of my friends were just doing like random stuff. Like I got some friends and they just started like a DJ duo last year. And I was like, Hey, be in this magazine, tell me about what you do sort of thing. Yeah. So I got together like a bunch of people and then obviously this virus came around. So couldn't really do much so I did like heaps of on- online interviews and then since our restrictions in Canberra eased I was able to print some mags and then like drop them all around Canberra so yeah I actually don't even know what I want this magazine to be I kind of just find things that I find inspiring and that I think are like really positive for like the youth and that kind of stuff so it's pretty much what in and out represents I guess Mainly yeah, what I, what I, yeah, what I really liked was that in Canberra, Canberra does have, especially in, you know, our generation of people, Canberra does have heaps of creative minds, but they're not really, there wasn't really a place for them for that to be promoted in a sense, I guess. Um, so that's, that's what there, that's what I really liked about it. Cause I, I, I felt like it was a good way for, people who are doing cool shit to, you know, actually, you know, show the rest of um, Canberra what people are actually doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, finding this sort of, like, communal sort of platform where, like, even, like, on the website, like, I'll have people emailing me being, like, hey, look, I want to start this. Can I write something? I'll be, like, yeah. Like, I just want, like, a communal platform. And, like, the thing that I love about Canberra is that, like, locals support locals. Like, no mm-hmm. matter what. Like, it's such a strong sort of sense of community. So, like, I don't know, this magazine's, like, not only, like, helped me, but help heaps of other people sort of, like, be, like, fuck it, I'm going to take, like, a step and start something, you know? Yeah. Have you been doing, had you done article writing prior to starting the magazine? No, not at all. I had, like, zero knowledge on sort of, like, writing. Like, I did, like, I did English in school and stuff, but, like, I sort of wanted, like, to connect. Like, I didn't want to, at first, I was writing... So I was writing stuff like really formally and then I was like, well, if it's going to be like kids and like people our age reading it, I want to talk like I would like having a conversation. Yeah. I'll be like in some of the articles. I'm like, look, this is a fucking sick project. Like read about it, like get on it. So like sort of, I just started like writing as if I'd be having a conversation with someone like even like this. Mm. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I and you being, what... yeah, you go Vicky. I... I like since meeting Shen like I never really um dived into the Canberra community like I didn't really know 
anything about it. Like anyone outside of Canberra doesn't really know much about Canberra. Um, but like, yeah, you guys have such a strong sense of community. Like there's so many people like from Canberra who have been like so down to like chat with us on beers and tears or like just collaborate and just be really chill. And I think that's really important, especially like with your magazine and stuff. It's so cool to have people just like wanting to be a part of it and like having that passion as well. Yeah, for sure. Well, like, even in the, like, Canberra community per se, like, Shed and I met just by going to parties. Like, we'd just yeah. go, like, I'd be like, I, I remember, I was like, <laughs> and we're at this house party, and I was like, dude, what you're wearing right now is so sick. And that's how I met the creatives in the yeah. camera scene, just by, like, partying or, like, just, like, random bush stuff. or just, like, you know, you just, like, meet people around, which sort of, like, brings it together. Because, like, you're sort of bonding over this, like, sort of small town like experience like everyone sees Canberra as like a hole like <laughs> just a hole in the ground but like the community itself is actually yeah that's true yeah I mean I think that because that's one of the perks of being quite a small city is that you just by going to events you will meet like everyone you know um yeah. which and then you'll end up reading meeting like the right creative people and all these creative minds in Canberra which is um is awesome yeah. What are your what are your thoughts on um, Wolf closing down? Because I know you and you guys had quite a connection to that, and especially the DJ Joy that you were talking about. They were they used to yeah. play for this, didn't they? Yeah. So my mate Stakito, like, um, I'm pretty sure. So last year there was like a Wolf sort of like project where they'd be like, "Look, if you don't know how to DJ, you want to learn how to DJ. Come, we'll give you like free lessons." And that's how my friends like Marcus and Ted learned how to DJ. And I was like, whoa, like <laughs> free lessons. And then like after like, I think it was like a six to eight month period where they just taught them how to DJ. They're like, all right, you guys can do a Saturday night. And like Wolf is like one of the main sort of like camera clubs where like, you know, heaps of 18 year olds go out. And I was like, wow, that's so cool that they would just chuck them on and they could just start DJing. And then from there, they started like DJing a fiction, which is like this new, like this club that's just taken over the scene. But like wolf closing down was like, I don't know. I like I saw people with like wolf tattoos and stuff. So it was like a really <laughs> iconic. Like they yeah. have like the logo tattooed on their wrist for like <laughs> free entry. And I was like, wow, that's such like an iconic Canberra thing. But yeah. now that down, I feel like Canberra always like evolves. Like something new yeah. will come up. But like, you know, even if something shuts down, there will always be something to like replace it. So like mm. it sort of like revolves and stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a very iconic um, camera venue. So I'm I'm excited to see what replaces it because I'm sure that they'll ha they'll I'm I'm sure they have to replace it with some sort of nightclub sort of thing rather yeah. than just a bar, you know. But well, Wolf, even I'm pretty sure Wolf put on their Facebook story or like something on their Instagram. I don't know. And I think they're like sort of hinting that they'd reopen somewhere else. So I feel like Ooh. it's still not dead. Like they'll they'll come back. You, yeah. you reckon? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say. That. <laughs> um. So, have you got any future works for future projects for In and Out? Um, coming soon. So at the moment, like heaps and heaps of people have gotten in contact with me. Like, there's this new sort of record label coming up in Canberra called Hotfoot. And they were like, yeah, we just like, we're like a new Canberra like label. Here's our artists and stuff. So like, I've just got lots of people messaging me 
and just being like, hey, we really want to get our work out there. So I'm really in the process of like just gathering as much content as possible mm-hmm. and then just putting it out there. Um, I've just finished the second edition of In and Out, which is sick. It's in my room. It's like, it wasn't it, the first one was like a zine. It was like 10, 15 pages. This one is like 60 pages. And it's like <laughs> a book. It's like getting a textbook from school. Um, Give us a look. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, go Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a snake peek. Mm. Snake peek. Yeah, so like this one, I called it like the visual spectrum. Oh, I, nice. And it has like zero words in it. It's all about photographers and their perspective on like life and stuff. So yeah. um, let me find. Yeah, so this page, for example, you got like a black page with all these like sick photos. And then the next page is just this like photo that this chick took of a wall that says eat the rich. And I was like, dude, that's fucking awesome. That's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> like, what it, like, I didn't even know what that meant, but I was like, sick, let me chuck it in. There. <laughs> and then there's this dude named Ben Amando and he's from Canberra and he does some sick like film photography. And I, I just chucked like literally all the pages are just his work, you know? Nice. So I've made it like a book sort of and it's just 60 pages of like local artists artists from like overseas artists from like interstate which is awesome and like you know had to like bring some locals in there so i got like genesis yeah. and stuff like that which is awesome nice, nice. and then i i got to the end of it like end of making this magazine i was like oh, what do i do for the back cover like <laughs> the other the first edition the front cover and the back cover are the same mm. yeah. and i was like oh i want to switch it up so I made it like, I don't know if you can see this. So it's got like a little blurb on the back. Mm. Yeah. And pretty much it's just the story of In-N-Out. So it's like the, the like the, how I got the name In-N-Out. So I was at work, right? And it was super busy, super, super busy. And I was like to my manager, I was like, dude, can I go out for a smoke? And he goes, yeah, In-N-Out, quick, it's busy. And that's literally how I got the name In-N-Out. <laughs> So on the back of all the zines, it's just going to be a black cover. And then like the literal like transcript of what we said to each other. <laughs> Which I was like, well, I don't care. I'm, I'm just going to do it. So, I mean, it's that's a good so story. Cool. Yeah, people are just like, what? So that name has no meaning. I was like, no, really. <laughs> just wanted to go out for a dart at work, really. <laughs> so fair. So yeah. fair. Uh, how do you go about like, printing do you do that all yourself or like do you do you like go to a printer guy or like yeah so the first edition i really really was like pretty conscious about where i went to go print so i did my test prints at officeworks and i was like yeah but do i really want to support like this big sort of corporation i don't know like where the where the paper's coming from that sort of thing and then i found this dude on uh gumtree and he was like yeah i've got a printer at home um and then i sourced most of the paper myself so all this paper for the first edition is all recycled and stuff so i wanted to be a little bit like environmentally conscious Mm. and then i literally just went to that guy's house and he printed most of what does he have like a real nice expensive printer yeah he used to work for some small time newspaper i think in queensland or something true and he just has this like Fifty thousand dollar machine just sitting there, and he's like, "Yeah, only a few hundred you can use it." I was like, <laughs> "Fair enough." How many copies are you printing out each time? 
Um, so when I printed the first batch, I printed 30. And then within like a day, they were gone. Like heaps of cafes were like, can we keep them in here and stuff? I put them in a few bars around Canberra. And then like a few of my friends and stuff just bought them. And I printed a few since, like I think I've printed around 70 since then. Um, but I wasn't really concerned about the money. Like mm. most people were like, oh, how much is it? And I was like, just have it. Like I, I wasn't like people are just, I want people to sort of just see and like experience and like get on board with it. It wasn't like a money making thing for me. Mm. Um, so yeah, I just printed it and I just gave them away literally. <laughs> and I, I'm fine with giving them away because I feel like the whole point of it is not to make money. It's sort of to like showcase like the locals and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is... I think it definitely, it's something that would suit being in like cafes and bars. Cause like, especially the most recent, um, the second edition, it, um, it reminds me of like a really nice coffee table book, you know, one, which is just like lots and lots of images and something that just, you know, looks really nice and like a, designer living room sort of thing you know so i can yeah. definitely see how it would be perfect within like cafes and bars and that yeah yeah and like i think that's what like it sort of appeals like people sitting down like even like kids right they go to have a beer and they'll see this they're like oh sick this is cool and like i think the underlying thing that was most important for me was like if people are picking up this book i sort of want them to like you know follow the instagram and website but like the main bit of in and out is sort of like creating this sort of pathway of positive like culture because i feel like youth culture is super important like in our day and time we have like so much like kids are suffering with like mental illnesses and there's still like heaps of stigma around like what kids can wear this and that so i want to like sort of create something that not only like brings a communal platform but also like helps shape youth culture like um in this other in the most recent edition there's this photographer um and she does this crazy work and it's like, there's naked people. There's just all sorts of things that like, you know, older people or even like most people would be like, Oh, that's taboo. I don't want to see that sort of thing. But I sort of wanted to like put that kind of stuff out there, stuff that people like, you know, find confronting, but, but like, you know, I sort of want to create this sort of pathway that you can do and like, just be what you want. Like yeah, sort of normalize it a bit. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. That's really cool. Do you plan on like, cause you, your last edition was kind of like focused on like the week of sound and like kind of like music and stuff. And this yeah. one's more like photography and like that. Do you plan on like having themes for each one or was it kind of just like, it just happened to be like that? Yeah, that's, well, the first one definitely kind of just happened to be mostly music and that kind of stuff. And then this one, I was like, all right, I want to keep this like themed. But I think from here on, unless it's something special, I'm just going to do what, sort of like comes around really i don't I, i'm not a very planning person like i kind of just see something like dude that's sick let me message these guys yeah did you for the week of sound one did you kind of reach out to a lot of them or did you kind of have people coming to you or like what was the go considering it was like the first sort of like yeah well like that whole like sort of event week prior to that like i think it was the saturday before i started that I went out and I went to this really, really super sick, like just, it was just like a small thing with friends, but there was like people hopping on decks and stuff. And I was like, wow, I'm really grateful that music is a thing. So then I was just like, maybe let's do like a, just a week where we just do all music. 
So my friends Takedo, they did like a live stream where we sort of curated some tracks and they used, they just DJed and we did that on a Friday. And then I think on a Wednesday, we had like this whole article about like the role of music in being like a kid and a teenager. Um, so like, yeah, that one was really thought out and planned for, but most of the other stuff I do is pretty just like relaxed. Have you felt that your uh, viewer base has been growing? Yeah, for sure. Like I woke up this morning, I was like, oh, let me just like hop on the Instagram. There's like 370 followers. And that doesn't sound like much, but like, like I, I'm sure you guys know, like each yeah. like individual follower, you look at them, you're like, wow, like I can't believe they're following like this sort of thing that mm. I made. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like on, on the, like the website, you can see how much like traffic that I get for like per articles. And it's definitely like increased, which is, mm. that's good. So I feel like, yeah, even small things like this, like just chatting shit, but like kids really like relate to it. And they're like, damn, this is like awesome. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, yeah it has been growing heaps and the support has been unreal, which is, mm. Awesome. I think that's just another testament to the Canberra community as well, especially amongst the youth. Yeah, for sure. Oh, there's like a Canberra hype up. You're just going to be so hard to come back now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. You should come down here as well. Everyone should just... Yeah, just when are you taking a trip to Canberra, Vicky? <laughs> I, know, I actually want to come to Canberra. You guys have hyped it up so much. Everyone always talks about it. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll come for like a week. You know? <laughs> Two weeks too long, maybe just like a week. <laughs> How about you guys? What was the inspiration of Beers and Tears? Because this is such a sick segment. I would love to see you. Maybe just like... We me and Shen like have always worked quite well together just like we met through uni and like we, we always just kind of felt like we were quite like-minded and that we were just like we wanted to just do a project together of sorts um and especially kind of just to take up some time of our lives and just like dedicate some time to like a project of sorts and just like really dive into it um and obviously like we're quite passionate about music and so we wanted to do something in that area and we were like brainstorming a bunch of ideas and the kind of idea of a podcast just kept coming up but initially it was like a bit of a laugh like we we're like oh yeah we should do a podcast because we always <laughs> we always just find each other quite funny even though we're not that funny we just think we are um <laughs> and we were like yeah we should probably just do a podcast of sorts and then it kind of just was like an idea and it sat there for ages and then mm. lockdown happened and we were like, maybe we should just do it. We've actually yeah. got nothing to do. Like we really do not have anything to do. Um, so we kind of planned it out and yeah, we just like thought it would be really cool to just, um, just connect with like artists and stuff and just chat to them. And like, you know, we both like sort of love the music industry and kind of want to learn more about it and just like get to know artists. And like when we go out, we can go see them and just like go to gigs and chill just have a good yeah. time so yeah we just wanted to like have that platform where people can like get to know artists a bit more and just like chat shit about like different things that are on our minds about the industry mm. yeah so yeah we're not sure because yeah, we both because we both go to because we're both at a um music union doing a music specific degree and part of the part of the degree was you know a lot of like um going out and getting industry experience and volunteering and all that and meeting people but the thing is because of lockdown we didn't get that experience through 
um, throughout uni. So I guess we're sort of using this as well as a way to get that sort of stuff and meet, you know, lots of local artists and all that, but yeah, still never. while we're in lockdown. Yeah. How'd you guys get the name Beers and Tears? <laughs> actually, that's such a good name. Like, I'm actually really <laughs> <laughs> we we i'm pretty sure it took us multiple days to think of a name but we i'm pretty sure beers and tears was one of the first things that we came up with and one of us was just like yeah beers and tears and we were both like nah that's dumb that's such a, <laughs> such a stupid name and then it was like three days later we were just like why don't we just go with beers and tears <laughs> such a good name such a good name we knew we wanted to drink beers like we wanted yeah. to have like a electric we didn't want it to be like a really formal official like interview like you know we kind of just wanted and we were like if, if everyone just drinks beers it'll be fun and we'll just everyone will be laid back once they've had a beer or two and yeah. so we wanted beers to be in the title and we we're trying to think of things that rhymed with beers and oh, then, all we could think of was tears <laughs> yeah and it's like days and we were like fuck it we're not gonna think of anything else so let's just go with beers and tears yeah yeah, yeah. Because one of my friends, I was told one of my friends, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm doing this podcast so for beers and tears." And he's like, "Does that mean you're just gonna get pissed and be like talking about like sad stuff?" And <laughs> yeah. I, I really hope. Not. <laughs> <laughs> delved into the idea of tears, and we we're like, you know what? If it gets sad, it can be tears of sadness, and if it gets funny, it can be tears of laughter. So, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> beers yeah. and all kinds of tears. <laughs> beers and all kinds of tears. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this interview yeah, has yeah. turned has been turned on its head. We're getting we're getting interviewed now. Magazine ended up. Yeah. What would what would you like see beers and tears being like? Like, if what's your like ideal sort of like outcome? We well, we really wanted to like after this is all done and dusted. Like, it'd be really cool to like do it in person. Like, we initially mm. planned on having it like on the couch at Shen's place, like, and just, like, inviting people over and just, like, getting drunk with, like, people and just, like, having a bit of a laugh. Um, so I feel like we kind of want to do that still and, like, make it yeah. a bit more Once lockdown's over. Yeah. Um, that would be cool, I feel like, just to just, like, connect with people, go in person. We're not really, sh like, <laughs> we haven't really looked into Beers it Beers and Tears radio show? Yeah. <laughs> launch party, question mark? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when Jen moves back to Melbourne, you can yeah. come down with him. When we can actually, when we can have more than two people. <laughs> yeah, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, hopefully it all turns out. Happy days. Oh, I feel like small projects like this, Especially just like having like close friends and stuff that support it. Like it always ends up being like so much different to what you expect it. And it's like always I've seen like most of the stuff that In and Out has done has been like super successful. Like at first I was like, no one is gonna get on board with this. But then soon, like when you get the ball rolling, like some vision that you think you had is just like completely moved away. And like yeah. you're just on like always changing sort of thing. So I always feel like it always just works out. Yeah. yeah, and we also and think, really it. like it's it's like a fun thing to do. Mm. Um, it's not like it's like a burden, and then we're yeah. like, oh fuck, like you know, it can't be fucked doing this. Like it's actually like really enjoyable, and like 
when I get to like make a thumbnail for one of the videos, I'm like, wow, this is so cute. Like, look at the thumbnail. Like even the little things is like so fun to do. So like, I feel like it'll continue until it becomes a burden and that we hate it. (laughs) Then it'll stop. (laughs) Make a final goodbye episode and that'll be it. There's too too many tears in this, guys. We're done. Yeah. 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 Once the sad tears start coming. (laughs) Game over. Yeah. Well, well, um, yeah, yeah, I think we should wrap this up. Um, Thank you very much for being on the show. And we can have you on the show when it's in person and we're not on lockdown. You come down to Melbourne. Yeah. And we can actually. Yeah. And we can get drunk on my couch in my house. (laughs) It's like a dream, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we usually finish off the episode with um, a bit of a beers and cheers. Beers and cheers. Beers and cheers. (laughs) 